winner of the 2016 popular vote, said she had hoped Trump would do well. The morning after the last election, I said, we owe Donald Trump an open mind and the chance to lead. Okay, that's nice. But remember, she also said, we have to Pokemon go to the polls. So maybe I don't trust everything she says. Oh, boy. Thank you for the reminder oh, of that hilarious uh, Hillary joke. Oh, do we have? Do we have? Because this happened on Monday. I wanted to play. Yeah, play 40. Trump said this at one of his rallies earlier this week as he is oh, counter-programming right. the, uh, the DNC. We are going to win four more years. And then after that, we'll go for another four years because, you know what, they spied on my campaign. We should get a redo of four years. <laughs> and Michelangelo tells us Wolf Blitzer went crazy on CNN. This is what we warned you about. Yeah, I just Trump <laughs> refusing to leave power. <laughs> oh, boy. oh, that's some first class trolling right there. If you want to drive him crazy, just say eight more years or 12 more years. Or 16 would do it good. You'd really drive him into the loony bin. Not sure the president of the United States should be in the job of trolling people, but uh, he is. <laughs> it's and, unconventional, uh, and Jack. I, and when, I, when he does it, I laugh out. I throw back my head and my laugh like this. Because <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah. But you do, you do have to wonder... Um, what his first four years might have been like if you hadn't had the constant drumbeat of, oh, he's not going to last the four years. I mean, remember early on, there was it was just believed among a lot of America, this is temporary. He cheated with Russia. He worked with Putin. They're going to figure that out, and we'll get him out of office. That's why Brian Williams started the countdown every night. Remember the Saturday Night Live episode? When they'd gotten further enough into it that, oh, maybe there's not as much here as we thought. Mm-hmm. And uh, whoever was playing the Mueller character, was that Robert De Niro, tells the Hillary Clinton character, yeah, I got some bad news. I, I, I think he might I think he might actually be in office the whole four years. Now it's like big news. Mm. What would his, what was it would have his first term have been like if you hadn't had that ridiculous made up pile of crap BS investigation going on the whole time? I mean, he's still his personality, but the ability to, you know, to have some uh, political capital and get anything done would have been, and, and not be distracted by all this crap would have been completely different. Yes. Yeah. I'm not sure it would have been better. It, it absolutely would have been different. I mean, the, the first 60 percent of his his term was was just absolute overshadowed. Doesn't describe it strongly. Oh, enough. no. It was absolutely smothered by the, the fake Russia thing. But. Uh, you know, it, it's possible that the other uh, uh, unconventional aspects of his uh, leadership would have just gotten more focus earlier. I don't know. So this happened yesterday. He was not pleased at all, by the way, with Obama's speech last night. He, rather critical response via Twitter, all caps. Uh, we could talk about that later. Yeah, later um, on. That's fine. The mayor of Los Angeles, Eric Garcetti, tweeted out yesterday. Today, I authorized the city to disconnect utility service at a house in Hollywood Hills to stop the large parties held there in flagrant violation of our public health orders. Parties like these can quickly and easily spread the virus and put our communities at risk. The mayor of a city telling the police to cut or the utility services to cut off power to homes. Well, our own friend, Tim Sandifer, who stands up for freedom, tweeted out a disgraceful violation of rights. Where's the due process? 
And turning off power means exposing a structure to break in and fire. Hollywood Hills always has a, was a fire trap. And risking the health and safety of anyone's side. Um, and then also mentioning that the L.A. cops have said, leave us out of it. We want to fight actual crime. They're, they're not interested in being in the, in, the, uh, you know, uh, in the business of going around shutting off people's power as right. police officers. Right. Yeah, the lack of due process is shocking. And Tim also uh, tweeted out, California Civil Code 789.3 makes it illegal for a landlord to shut off electricity to force a tenant out of a property. So your tenant could be destroying the property, not paying you, all kinds of different things. You can't shut off the power. That's illegal. But, of course, this is the government, so that makes it okay somehow. Does it make it different if these parties were uh, being broadcast and and uh, essentially televised? Th- this was a house of a, a TikTok influencer. Uh, several TikTok stars, including Bryce Hall. Yeah, and that's a, that's a very common that thing. Is, they, according to the LA Times. They make like these influencer houses where it's essentially just a frat house of influencers, and they often just live stream their entire lives. I do agree that there's got to be a way to deal with people who are brazenly... Um, uh, you know, endangering public health. Yeah, charge them. But yeah, you, you arrest them, charge, charge them, them, find them something. Exactly. Turning yeah. off the power is a weird tool to use. No, there's got to be due process. Uh, yeah, on, yeah, and, uh, and on the yeah, other hand, and the mayor you want doesn't... somebody out of your house, you ought to be able to boot them out as a landlord. I don't want to let that one go unspoken, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Eric Garcetti is out of his mind. He 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 does not. He is so convinced of his own righteousness like so many people of his stripe uh that he doesn't think the constraints on power should apply because those are for good for bad people not noble pure people like himself you don't need to restrain my power i am your benevolent overlord unbelievable I'm sure I would despise these these oh yeah uh, uh, oh yeah alleged TikTok influencers Oh, let's see. Who's this Hall fellow? Bryce Hall. He has 12.9 million TikTok followers. He released a video Wednesday showing him dancing along with another young man to the song Electric Love. Well, I can see why 13 million people would be into that. I hope they weren't playing that WAP nonsense. Yes. Unbelievable. I've been jamming the WAP song when I drive home from work. Jiminy, WAP, don't. of course, stands for wear a mask, please. <laughs> I think you're misinformed. <laughs> um, have you heard about the new TV show Cuties that is debuting on Netflix in September? I have not, sir. Netflix has a movie called Cuties coming out about 11-year-olds in a twerking dance group. Good gracious. No. They're claiming it's commentary on the sexualization of children. What do you know? But it really looks like it's just the sexualization of children. Um, uh, I'll show you the poster here, Joe. And this is these are actually eleven-year-olds. I don't want to see it. These are actual eleven-year-olds in you know uh, skimpy oh, clothes gosh. in sexual poses. Eleven-year-olds should never be in sexual poses in skimpy clothes. Let me ask you this, Netflix: Will every pedophile in America watch this and become aroused by it? Yes or no? Yeah. It's a French film. Oh boy! Oh, you know we. I I'll that I, reminds me, Sean. We have later this hour the man with the lowest voice. That is true. We do, and he's singing. Yeah, we'll I, have to get to that next hour. I mean, we've got real news, things that impact your life this hour that we need to get to, and we will. But we do have a man with the world's lowest voice. We'll play later this hour. 
and I'll see if I can beat him. Okay. Um, <laughs> so an email we got uh, several days ago, and I could probably dig it up, but it'd take a minute. Um, we, way back, no, I guess it wasn't, I don't know if we were taking calls, but we were talking about um, the changes in gay rights. We played uh, like a public service announcement from, I believe it was the 50s or very early 60s. Uh, it was about the homosexual is a predator. Beware of the homosexual. And the point of it was how attitudes had changed and, and you know, acceptance and the rest of it. Um, Barack and, Obama ran for president on marriages between a man and a woman. That's right. As ordained by God. Barack Obama. Right. So uh, anyway, um, we posed the question, all right, what, what behavior, probably sexual behavior, that's viewed as aberrant right now, I mean, completely unacceptable, will move toward acceptance. And the gent who wrote us the email said, uh, I thought at the time and continue to think it will be pedophilia. And there, no, as no, we discussed, no. uh, there are organizations, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, there are organizations out and proud explaining how underage love, ch- uh, uh, adult child love, or whatever they call it, I can't remember there's a term for it, um, is is natural, it's beautiful, and should be accepted. You've probably heard of NAMBLA, the National North American Man-Boy Love Association. They have flags, they have websites, the rest of it. They're pushing hard to get this sort of thing accepted. And uh, that show, man, that sounds to me like it's it's straight out of their playbook. Gross. Yikes. Yeah. Not cool. Um, nope. Nope. That's not low nope. enough. You got to nope. get a lot lower than that nope. to beat Tim Storm, nope. the man with the world's deepest voice. That coming up for you a little bit later this hour. Wow. Got um, a good long clip of it, I see. <laughs> Um, looking up at the TV, Kamala Harris makes history. The president wasn't pleased with her speech either. All caps. What did Hillary do? I'm looking at Hillary, too. What'd she do with her look? She looks different. She's heavily made up, uh, wearing all white. It got a different do going. Different hairdo? It's good lighting going for uh, for a home Zoom thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, she got peeps. Yeah, she she got a crew. Oh, yeah. Obama's searing speech. We'll have the president's reaction to it. He was not thrilled. So Jill Biden was on what one of the shows yesterday. We actually had the clip, but she uh, she said on one of the shows yesterday she was being asked about Jill Biden. Jill Biden. It's funny wife. when you say Jill Biden real quick. I oh, can't tell right. which one it is. Doctor Jill Biden, his wife, after her speech that seemed to be very well received by pretty much everybody. How can you hate on somebody's wife? Um, uh, she was being asked about her husband's, you know, mental abilities and mm-hmm. how the president and others have been questioning. She said, that's crazy. He's on phone calls every single day. You know, I hear him on Zoom calls of this and that. He's talking to world leaders. He's talking to business leaders. His mind is fine. It's ridiculous to even say that. And the media, because they're so in bed for, for the D's, didn't do the obvious follow-up question of, then why is he not out giving any speeches or doing any press conferences or doing any interviews? Right. Why has he done no interviews if if that's not the case? I mean, it looks like he's hiding from uh, having to put himself out there. But yeah, they well, didn't ask her that obvious question. If she were to really mean what she said and answer the question honestly, she would have to say, we're running out the clock. We're ahead. We don't want to fumble. So he's just hiding out. He's more than capable of answering the questions, but why take the risk? Why throw the ball? We're up two touchdowns. There's three minutes left, she'd say. 
whether he's actually got his faculties or not, I don't know. I'm I he's absolutely faded. Um, how much? Again, it's impossible to know. But um, yeah, they're they're just hiding out, running out the clock. God, and there's Cory Booker on TV. Oh no, that wasn't Cory Booker. That was um, uh, Julian Castro who went with the. Did you forget what you just said? Remember? Did you forget what you just said? Remember when they were doing yeah. that on the face? That was so stupid. Oh my god! Oh my god! And you know what that jackass did? Was he made it impossible to pursue that line right. effectively? Because yep. yep. he he made it radioactive because he was such a jackass. <laughs> Um, we need to take a look at where we are in COVID, I suppose. I don't want to. The... Uh, i got to hit you with the president's comments on okay. the speeches last night. It's pretty funny. The unemployment insurance numbers are out. We'll hit you with that all on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Senator Kamala Harris has reportedly chosen Pioneer as her Secret Service code name, while Joe Biden's code name will be Corvette. 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 Hey, Joe. All right. That's me. Cool shades, fellas. Wow. So that was a he's an old guy and won't remember his name or what was that? Is that what the joke was? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. What was the thing where he introduced his wife the other day? And she'll be a great first lady, lady, lady. That's <laughs> just odd. Um, so uh, this tweet. Lady, lady, lady. On Kamala Harris's oh. speech last night, which I, I didn't see. I'm, I'm not watching this thing. I will watch tonight. Joe Biden speaks tonight. I want to see how the candidate for one of the two major parties does in his speech. Uh, but... Uh, uh, somebody I don't know tweeted out on CNN. Van Jones brought to near tears over Kamala Harris's speech. Andrew Yang gushing. Jennifer Granholm literally breaking into applause. There's value in having former professional dem- demos offer analysis, but losing their minds over at best a B speech makes me feel crazy. Huh. Yeah, the just this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. Oh, my God. I can barely stop from crying. What kind of analysis is that? Yeah, I, the fawning thing is just way over the top. Oh, boy. But that's where we are now. I and mean, he, the fawning over Michelle Obama's speech was just embarrassing. Yeah. It's like yeah. my dog licking me. It was like, God, have some dignity. Um, Yeah, that's where we are, I guess. The president wasn't thrilled with her speech either as he was live tweeting during it, and apparently his caps button had stuck. Uh, during Michelle's speech? Um, no, actually, I'm sorry, Kamala Harris's speech. Okay. We're a different gal. But didn't she call him a racist? Trump wrote as uh, Kamala was speaking. Didn't she say he was incompetent? All caps. <laughs> and then, well, uh, Barack Obama was. Yes, she was, did, by the way. Uh, well, Barack Obama was way, laying the wood to the president. Now, you, Positive Sean, saw the speech. My understanding of it, since I've just uh, heard a handful of clips, is that it was, um, it, it was. I don't know, 15% blasting Trump, about 15% praising Biden, and then a lot of uh, community activism, uh, organizing, go out and vote, be part of the change. The importance of, yeah, getting out. That that sounds about, I maybe quibble with the percentages, but it seems about right. Okay. Yeah, that's roughly the feel of it. Uh, But while he was speaking, uh, the president tweeted, again, in all caps, why did he refuse to endorse Slow Joe until it was all over and even then was very late? 
Why did he try to get him to not run? Famously, you don't have to do this, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He spied on my campaign and got caught, Trump added later. <laughs> oh, man. And this story does point out Obama did not endorse Biden until April. Fact check. When he was all but assured the nomination. Oh, there were reports of tension between Obama and Biden all throughout the campaign trail, with the New York Times reporting Obama told Biden last August, you don't have to do this. Why would there be tension between Obama and Biden? One Democrat who spoke with Obama said he reportedly told him, don't underestimate Joe's ability to F things up. Because mm. it got back to Biden that Obama had been saying those things. Mm. Um, Yeah. Okay. All right. Whatevs. Whatevs. <laughs> Oh, Slow Joe makes a speech tonight, though. You're right, Jack. That is exciting. Well, I don't know if it's exciting, but I will tune in. Uh, you know, I, well, I read it earlier in the week. The Washington Post critic said this is not, you know, an easy putt. You don't have the crowd to cheer. You don't have the applause lines. You don't have the balloons. You know, how do you deliver this speech and not have, like, awkward pauses and, you know, mockable this and that? How, how do you do it? I don't know. Obama did you know, he did. He can do that sort of thing. But can Biden do it tonight? I don't know. Will Biden pre-tape or is he going to be live? Allegedly? I would bet you a thousand bucks it's already been done. Oh, you know what? It'd be great if they hired the man with the world's lowest voice to sing tonight. <laughs> we'll play that for you next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 75 days, I think, out from the presidential election, and Biden speaks tonight. I'm using my finger quotes. It may be already be recorded anyway. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, but we promised you this. A guy has hit uh, a set a record for having the world's deepest voice. Um, he's an American, thank God. USA! USA! He has a vocal range of 10 octaves. Oh! <sighs> And holds the world record for hitting the lowest note. One, two, three. That's a different guy. (laughs) My lowest note would be... octaves. He says, my lowest note would be somewhere around if you were to take another piano and sit at the bottom of the left side of the piano. That would be about how low I can go. Eight octaves lower than the lowest G on the piano. What? To to picture this guy... that's just clicking. He he looks like a magician who self-identifies as an illusionist. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. I will explain no further. (laughs) That's funny. Anyway, we should probably just get to hearing it, I suppose. His lowest note is a G minus seven, whatever that is. I've never had any music in front of me in which that note was on there. I got that my freshman year in uh, biology. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think there are many pieces of music that call for that. I don't know if he hits that note in this song, but let's hear a little bit of it. I gotta walk Got to 
That one's like making me feel weird. Oh. <laughs> there's a joke among musicians that there's a low note known as the brown note. <laughs> that when you hit it, people lose control of their, well, they're, you know. Their that one made me faculties. feel weird inside. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's actually a good singer. I yeah. have a feeling that's him doing all those tracks. Yeah, so he's got he's got that voice and he can sing. That's something. And and he was, as, as far as I could tell, in pitch pretty well when he was hitting those ridiculous notes. I don't know how close you have to be for it to work. I have no idea. It's, but. it's like spinning plates. I mean, it's mm-hmm. impressive. Nobody needs their plates spun. Funky there for a second. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm a magician who identifies as an illusionist. <laughs> There's an, uh, a piece in the Washington Post today. If you have any interest in who Joe Biden is before you uh, watch him speak tonight, I do not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, maybe you do. Uh, I, I'll probably read this actually. But anyway, um, Matt Visor, who's who's been following Joe Biden for quite a while, said he's both the luckiest person I've ever followed and the unluckiest person I've ever followed uh, with a variety of things that has happened in his life. But he told uh, a girl that ended up being his wife who was killed in a car crash when he was 29. He had just gotten elected to the Senate and his wife and one kid. Died in the car crash, oh, several other injured. I believe that's correct, yeah. Before he even took the oath of office as a 29-year-old U.S. senator. But um, he told the girl that he ended up marrying, he saw her at the beach and whenever started talking to her, and she told her friends, yeah, he told me he's going to be a U.S. senator and someday president. When he was 21, he told her that. Wow. So wow. He had that in mind for quite some time, and here he is, 97. Tonight he's going to accept the nomination for one of the major parties. Hmm. Jeez, he was 21. Hmm. <laughs> 57 years ago. Wow. Wow. Is that right? 56 years ago. You know, likable, hapless goofball. Can you improve on that description? Mm. Uh, Well, an ancient. It's not not about him, though. There's no point in really discussing him. The polls show that. Any poll... Everything you see, it's not about him. It's whether can you stomach Trump or not, and uh, that's the whole issue. Yeah, although very few people are voting for Joe Biden in a close state, though it could affect turnout. Though that complete lack of enthusiasm, it makes a difference. It does, Joe. You and I agree on that. Which is why Kamala Harris and Barack Obama last night were talking about how important it is that you get out and vote. They're trying to make sure the turnout's okay. Right, right. Regardless of what happens on election night, the loser, you know what type of road they're going to be on? Sorry, I can't joke. blame the Russians <laughs> <laughs> or Chinese. <laughs> That's pretty good. Coming up, the woman with the world's highest voice will make you wet your pants. Um, oh, actually, I have a story. A story. <laughs> story. Uh, a story out of Tokyo. How perverse are the Japanese? Public bathrooms in parks with transparent walls. <sighs> Completely transparent. Who wants that? That story coming up, and when you hear it, you'll realize my tease was completely misleading. Okay. So stay tuned. <laughs>
Hey, here's one of the things about home security companies, a word from our friends at Simply Safe. They trap you in with high prices, long, tricky contracts, lousy customer support. Simply Safe is such a great alternative. It's better and it's less expensive. So best overall home security of 2020, according to U.S. News and World Report, about $15 a month. Check into other security systems, see what they cost every month. And the fact that you get locked into a, a year or maybe a two-year contract with most security systems, not with Simply Safe, And you're not going to have somebody come out to your home and, uh, you know, installing it for an afternoon. You set it up yourself in under an hour and you've got the best home security of 2020. Um, 60-day risk-free trial. You really can't go wrong. Why wouldn't you try this? Oh, and it's not super complicated to use. A lot of people get home security systems don't use them because they're too complicated. So you got your doorbell camera, you got your sensors, you got monitoring for police, fire, medical professionals. SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong for that free 60-day risk-free trial. SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong. I want to be able to tell you the uh, the Tokyo story in its entirety. Okay. Um. So maybe we'll do that right after the break. I did enjoy this from the... Uh, where is it? Ah, New York Post. The wife of Mayor Bill de Blasio. Now, you got to keep in mind, they've cut back on trash pickups. There's no maintenance of city parks right now because of the funding crisis in New York because of the vid. They're begging for billions of dollars for the feds, the rest of it. His wife still enjoys her full 14-member staff including a $70,000 a year videographer who captured her baking cookies during the pandemic. The mayor has a 14-person staff. I mean, the mayor's wife has yes. a 14-person staff. Yeah, $2 million a year budget. That's, I consider that a victory. $2 million a year. That's Louis the Sixteenth stuff. That's let him eat cake stuff. And she's in charge of uh, a $1.25 billion mental health initiative. Are they calling her Marie Antoinette? Because if they're not, they should be. Thrive New York City. Her name is actually Sherlane McRae. Uh, but her big uh, one and a quarter billion dollar mental health initiative has come under fire now for lack of metrics. City Councilman Eric Ulrich of Queen said, whatever happened to the money from Thrive NYC? Um, where are the results? What are they even doing? Nobody's talking about it. A $2 million budget for the wife of the mayor. Yeah. Why? Yep. There's a $117,000 a year speechwriter, even though McRae held the same position under former Mayor David Dinkins. uh, And yes, I would say the same if we're the husband of the mayor. I don't get the whole spouse of politicians thing. We don't elect political families. That's kind of what we're against. Yeah, it's just, it's amazing. Look at all these people on the payroll and what they're making for the wife of the mayor who That's is allegedly the, running the mental health initiative. And and are any people other than, you know, hardcore fiscal conservatives connecting the dots on why they're out of money? Yeah, I know. Are I they, know. you know, acting like those are two separate things? As I've said more than once, and I I hate the idea that I might be boring you good folks, but during all the the pandemic thing and the catastrophic loss of of revenue and taxes and the shutdown of the economy, how many conversations have you heard about what we're cutting governmentally? 
What programs? Look, it, it sounded good. It's not working too well anyway. We've got to cut it because these are tough times. Or it'd be nice if we could do this, even if it is working. Right, But exactly. we can't right now because these are hard times. We so. have no money. No, no uh, discussion. Like every better. family in America, like every business in America, you haven't heard that once out of government. Uh, we'll also get an update on the post office situation, which one texter said should be referred to as send Gazi. <laughs> The Send. scandal around the post office. Oh, Senghazi. I don't like that. I thought that was clever. That's terrible. All this stuff. So there you are in a completely transparent bathroom in the middle of a Tokyo park. Shocks the conscience. It's actually a pretty cool story about science. Coming up next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Don't say a word. The last one still stinging. Back on my I stepped out of the vehicle. I didn't even think anyone was following me still. And before I even got my door open, someone was yanking me out and I hit the ground. So. And then I sat there for a while, and they wouldn't let me get up. Police believe this man was behind the attack. Marquise Love, still on the run. He has a long rap sheet, including at least seven arrests over the past eight years. That, of course, the horrific case of the uh, the terrible beating and kicking of the man and woman in Portland by the Marxists, the uh, anarchists, whatever they are. Um, and we'll be talking about that a little bit more later. A lot of great reaction to our discussion of that topic yesterday, and uh, and a little more on that. Also, uh, to come, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the public consciousness, uh, fundamentalist Islam and uh, jihadis and that sort of thing. We also have a, a little update on the the dude that is an opponent of Putin who got poisoned overnight and is in a coma and may die. No, you misunderstand the story. The Russian police have said it was some sort of accident. Yeah, it's uh, something. So they sucked me in, and I was hoping to do the same to you. Transparent public toilets unveiled in Tokyo parks. And At first blush, I would blush. Yeah, and, and Jack, I would like to draw to your attention. I don't know if you're close enough to see that picture, but there it is. There's a gal walking into it. The walls are completely transparent. There okay. are the the turlets. There are the sinks. It's right there. Um, the idea of using the see-through walls is a famous Japanese architect who put this together. Um, said there are two things we worry about when entering a public restroom, especially those located at a park, and particularly women. The first is clem- cleanliness, and the second is whether anyone is inside. Now, if it were in, say, uh, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, or, or, or whatever, your junky capitals of the world, L.A., you're also worried there's some dangerous junkie in there doing God knows what and would do God knows what to you. Um, uh, so I guess they sum that up with, uh, whether anyone is inside. But as soon as you click the lock, the walls turn a powdery pastel shade and are no longer see-through. And picture number two... That's oh, an I've, interesting idea. I've seen is, these. Is, yeah. uh, shows you that. I, I haven't seen these bathrooms, but I've seen that technology mm. of, of glass that can instantly go from transparent to oh, cool. clouded or fog. I'll be darned. Yeah, using the new technology, we made the outer walls with glass that become opaque when the lock is closed so that a person can uh, check inside before entering and then have complete privacy. I love that idea, man. I tell you what, especially in these bum and junky laden days, although, Jack, I'm guessing, you tell me if I'm wrong, 
you just y'all take care of business so you don't have to use a restroom in a park. I mean, no. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's too too dangerous or it could turn weird. Boy, too many it, bad experiences. This um uh, which is an amazing way to run a society, folks. Yeah. You, Can you, you imagine? You pay to put it in public restrooms, but you, you, nobody expects to actually be able to use them. Um, boy, during COVID, you can't go to the bathroom. I mean, nobody has bathrooms open. No gas stations. Most A lot of businesses don't. Is that right? It's just almost impossible to find a public bathroom with COVID going on. Wow. Wow. Carry a bucket. Uh, so anyway, I thought that was pretty cool technology, and I love the idea of being able to see whether I'm walking into a nightmare in a in a in a bathroom before I walk in. So just a quick note, there's been a coup in Mali. It's an African country. Um mutinous soldiers stormed the capital, arrested the country's president has opened a power vacuum that western african leaders sought to avoid, quoting the WAPO now, injecting instability into the heart of the fight against the world's fastest growing islamist insurgency. Uh you've got your uh, Boko Haram Al-Qaeda, the Islamic State, all on a growth pattern in Western Africa. Didn't know that. Yeah. How about that? How far is Islamic fundamentalism and uh, and Islamic extremism from the public consciousness at this point? Yeah, no kidding. If there were a terrorist attack in the United States by Al-Qaeda or something, it, it would take a while. You'd have to, like, shake your head. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We're in a war on terror with soldiers in a number of countries spending gazillions of dollars. In that region, uh, the heads of five states are, are talking here. Nigeria, Ghana, Ivory Coast, Niger, and uh, Niger, and Senegal uh, had just had a, a big negotiation with the leaders of protest groups to p- try to prevent this. There were 4,000 deaths linked to terrorism um, last year. They've jumped fivefold since 2016 in Africa. 4,000 in a year. Unbelievable. And fatalities in this first six months of 2020 have nearly surpassed last year's total already. There is a gigantic war against Islamic extremism going on in Africa. Nobody's talking about it. Nope. Unreal. Wow. Sorry. You know what? I, I'm, I feel terrible. Y'all did not need one more layer of insane. And I just, I, I, I'm sorry. Shouldn't even brought it up. Better off just not even knowing that. So a bunch of Black Lives Matter protesters, BLM protesters, who you don't, you don't know who that actually is whenever you hear that. Um, is that Black Lives Matter people that care about the issue of Black Lives Matter, or is this just Marxists who want, you know, to destroy America? Who want to tear apart America, end the nuclear family, end the free market, and rule you with an iron fist. Have gathered outside the um, union boss for the NYPD, Pat Lynch's home in New York. And uh, we've been discussing lately how... Thank God there has not yet been a murder or assassination of a public figure of some sort. As a student of these things um, through history, we're days to a year. I mean, if we're lucky, a year and a half away from a political assassination. Because you see groups that are so militant, they're so convinced of their own uh, 
godlike goodness and so convinced of the utter evil of anybody who dares oppose them, you will absolutely have uh, people among them. Well, you do right now who would be willing to commit a political assassination. It just hasn't happened. yet. Well, the NYPD um, uh, police union endorsed Trump last week, which was controversial, of course, because anything involving Trump is controversial. And so Black Lives Matter protesters have showed up to that union president's home now. And um, at least two dozen officers and supervisors uh, showed up to try to protect him. Uh, but they were chanting NYPD suck my blank and oh, all cops yes. are bastards, among other things. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's that's a, that's a pretty angry crowd. So I hope that doesn't happen. I hope there's no violence. I it would it would seem to be unrealistic to me though to think that there's not going to be at some point. Well, and these people are on the march. Goodyear Tires is dead to me. They because just Trump told you to boycott them. I drove to work today on just the steel part of my wheels. Sparks <laughs> flying everywhere. <laughs> but I took the tires off my car last night. I haven't had time to replace them. You couldn't go get some. Because uh, if Trump says we're boycotting or? Goodyear, I'm boycotting Goodyear. You couldn't get Cooper tires. They put out a uh, a memo in the wake of their diversity training, saying what is and what's not acceptable when you show up to work, and all of the lefty uh, uh, slogans and wear and hats and all are okay. Anything the least bit conservative is not okay. Yeah, we ought to tell you specifically when we come back. It's it's pretty maddening. I don't, you know, I'm not a cancel culture fan, but it's pretty maddening what they're doing. Armstrong and Getty.